Clayton. John Clayton. This is the Coors Light Cold Hard Facts with John Clayton. Brought to you by Coors Light. Made to chill. Time to talk football with the professor, John Clayton, as we do every day at this time. If you guys have questions for John, text him in right now, 421-3776. That's 421-ESPN, powered by Mac and Jack's Brewing Company. We'll try to get some of your questions before we let him go for the day. Hello, John. Hello, guys. Well, Mike Mayock is out in Vegas, which I don't... I, were you expecting that to happen, or are you yeah, surprised? Yeah, I, I was kind of thinking it was going to happen. I mean, he hasn't drafted well except for this past year. And you look at that secondary and you see all the problems that they have, the problems that they have on defense. So I'm not surprised that he got fired. Yeah, it's um, it was a tough year down there, though. Yeah. Right? I mean, in, in Vegas. Um, what is the head coach's name? Is it? Rich Fasaccio. Fasaccio. Yeah. Fasaccio. Fasaccio. Yeah. I'll tell you what. He looks, he looks like a head coach. That's for sure. But um, he sure did a good job down there. He did. Considering all the crap that they went through. Mm-hmm. There. So I wonder how seriously they'll think about uh, keeping him on. I think they'll think about it, but they also put in for about three or four interviews today, including Jarrett Mayo being one, you know, the New England Patriot linebacker coach. And so uh, they're already in the process of starting some interviews, so we'll see. Why is this Mayo guy, I mean, I guess he just has that it factor, but kind of came from yeah. – Nowhere, like Nowhere. And all of a sudden, everybody's talking about him as being a head coach. Well, I think what's happening right now is that uh, you have too many candidates for jobs. I mean, mostly everybody has like 10, 11, 12 candidates, which is ridiculous. It's like, why so many? I mean, just, you know, pick pick a few. But it's like, I guess because we're only talking about like one hour Zoom calls, you can interview so many more. But to me, it's just ridiculous. Wow. What, what can you learn on a one hour Zoom call? I mean... You want to be in person. Yeah, right. You want to see all that nonverbal communication mm-hmm. and stuff. That's got to be tough, but they're they're doing them all that way. Pretty much, yeah. I yeah. mean, well, particularly too, because you know most of the people that they're talking to, that are guys, are still in the playoffs, and so obviously they're not going to be boarding a plane and flying anywhere when they got playoff games to get ready for. Yeah. Uh, John, what's your level of confidence that Mike McCarthy will be back? Ninety seven percent. Yeah, because you know, after the game, um, you know, you, you, Jerry Jones said he's not likely to make a change. He said it again today. And so, you know, they'll, they'll talk. But I think in the end, as bad as it was, because, I mean, clearly this team underachieved despite having great coaching from Dan Quinn and having great talent. You know, but when you think about it, sure, they won 12 games, but six were in the very bad NFC East. So they were six and zero there. So six and five against the rest of the league, and you know they also had you know one of the easiest schedules in football. So uh, with that in mind, it's kind of like Philadelphia. You know Philadelphia had the easiest schedule in in the league, and they snuck into the playoffs. So yeah, I think that uh, you know if Mike does make it this year, he's got to do better next year because he is going to lose coaches. You know, particularly Dan Quinn, because I think Quinn is going to get the Denver job or one of the other jobs, and we'll see about what happens to Kellen Moore. How, how much of what we saw yesterday do you put on McCarthy? And then uh, I guess part two of my question is, 
do they have any ground? I'm seeing complaints coming, you know, that the referees screwed oh. up the end of the game. And I'm thinking, what? Did, your quarterback handed the ball to the, his center. Yeah. He knows that the official has to touch the ball. Right. And that guy came sprinting. I, I just thought that was such a bogus complaint. But g- give me your thoughts on both of those. Yeah, I mean, again, I think that, uh, you know, a lot of I mean, the officiating has been bad this year. But in that game, you know, I don't know if there was bad officiating. Certainly not in that last play. It was just a stupid play. I mean, you know, it's one where it's like, uh, I mean, here you are, you're trying to set up a Hail Mary, and you call a quarterback running play that's going to eat up time. And then, of course, now you see the screw-up that uh, Dak Prescott made, you know, that cost him, uh, you know, cost him the game by, you know, you know, letting the time run out because he didn't have the official, you know, set up the ball and all that stuff. But it was just a dumb call. And so, uh, you know, the fact that they had 14 penalties in the game, that certainly didn't help. I mean, this was just a travesty. Well, at that point, you have to evaluate what's more precious, yards or time. It's definitely time. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so. Well, particularly for a Hail Mary play. Mm. Yeah, because, again, it's not like, you know, you're firing the ball into the end zone, and you can do it whether it's a 10-yard from where it was or where the ball was. you, You can just do that. Yeah, your point is that the draw yards didn't make no. that big of a no. yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, as far as uh, you, I'm sure you watched every game, yeah, John. I did. Which one did you find the most compelling, most fun to watch? I guess you know. I mean, look, most of them were blowouts. Yeah, I mean, three I blowouts. Tried, I tried to watch Tampa, and you know, I just I, I watched a good amount of it. Yeah, but yeah, it yeah. Got to me after a while, but. Uh, which one was I, maybe I thought your Raiders favorite? Cinc- I thought Raiders Cincinnati was pretty good. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, Bengals look like uh, they're for real, but mm-hmm. man, what the Bills did, John! Oh. The last time the Patriots went in there, they beat them. They ran for over right. two hundred yards, but that was just not even close. Mm-hmm. No, it was bad. And and also uh, Josh Allen, what a what a performance from him. Yeah, I mean, I was counting up that uh, you know I think in what the five, six games uh, at the end of the second. Mm-hmm. So any any complaints that, oh, well, they scored because they blew the whistle. Yeah. I'm not justifying the whistle. I don't understand yeah, why yeah. they blew it. But Made that didn't mistake. change the outcome. No, I, th- I mean, again, the ball was in the air, so it's like, uh, you know, uh, it's like the ball wasn't going to stop because of the whistle, and now it's just a matter of positioning to uh, <clears throat> see where it is to make the catch or get the touchdown or where the defensive players were. So I thought that was kind of an overreaction because uh, I didn't think that was that bad of a call. Be, they need to get footballs that just whenever the whistle goes off, they drop yeah. straight to the ground. Oh, yeah, they can, they can do that. You know, <laughs> or you, you blow a whistle and all of a sudden an arrow comes out and shoots the, uh, hits yeah. the ball. Yeah, well, and that was an amazing throw by yeah. Joe Burrow. I it mean, was. One foot in. But um, we didn't see any taunting penalties, and I, I – I, at least I didn't, and except there was the one. It was Carl yeah. Davis took his helmet off in Tampa. Mm-hmm. That's what I was uh, talking to. Yeah, but that's Bob. not taunting. That's just taking your helmet off. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a taunting. Call. No, no, it was just uh, unsportsmanlike conduct. But, but they cut in the second half of the season. They did cut down on the taunting calls. Yeah, and I didn't see any. And I saw a couple of you know where they flip the ball on the mm-hmm. ground and it spins, and so yeah, they uh, they I, I think they probably heard enough you know and I, I don't know how much of that is just what you're hearing and mm-hmm. the fans don't like it or if it's you know coming from the coaches or whatever mm-hmm. but it certainly did 
drop off quite a bit, and we didn't see any in, in all of these games. No, which I think was a good thing because, again, it just became too much. I mean, when you have 8, 9, 10 in a week, it's crazy because, again, they're 15-yard penalties. I mean, you penalize a team for some minor uh, uh, foul, and it's like that, uh, it kills the offense. Yeah. Yeah, and it's an emotional game. So. Yeah. Yep. Uh, again, if you guys have questions for John, you can text those into 421-3776. That's 421-ESPN, powered by Mac and Jack's Brewing Company. few people uh, talking about Quinn with the idea, you know, what are the chances he comes back here as a defensive coordinator? It seems like he's going to be a head coach yeah. somewhere. Where, yeah. where, do you, where do you think he lands? I think right now Denver probably has the best chance because they got a good team. You know, now – uh, now that he's out of the playoffs, they can hire him. I can't. I can't necessarily see him going to Chicago. That to me doesn't seem to be a good fit. Uh, certainly, you know, he's turned down going to Jacksonville. So I think Denver right now may be the best fit for him. Hey, somebody was asking me over the weekend, uh, John, about Josh Allen. Yeah. And you know, he was the number seven pick, and I just kind of forgot about. Kind of off to a rough start. Right. Uh, I mean, he was 5-6, and six, his record as a starter, his rookie year, mm-hmm. and was like 52%. And, you know, from a small school and everything. But you know, I don't I don't remember this, and maybe you do. Like, was there a lot of talk that, hey, this guy is a bust? Uh, no. After his rookie and second year? No. Or was it, was it always pretty positive with him? I, I think it was reasonably positive because, you know, they needed him to grow into the job, and he needed time to grow into the job. You know, you come from a small college, and, you know, you're not necessarily going to be ready and all those different things. All I know is that, you know, being at the combine and watching him throw the ball, I mean, he threw the ball as well as anybody we've seen. Because he's got the great deep arm, he's got the great arm, and then it's just a matter of adjusting his game. I mean, first it was a matter of you know, trying that he would oh he would throw too hard, and so he was able to fix that. Then it was a matter that uh, you know he needed to uh, you know stop throwing the ball too much downfield and start spreading it around. Now he does just about everything, and he's one of the top three, top four quarterbacks in football. Well, and the other thing too, uh, watching him run. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he looked really quick. He's oh, yeah. a huge dude. I mean, he's six five, two hundred and forty pounds. I mean, this is a big guy. He's uh-huh. out there just. He looked like a running back. He did. I mean, and a fast running back too, because he's got speed on top of everything else. What did this game do uh, to hurt Jalen Hurts? Because there are a lot of people that felt like, hey, man, he's starting to play well as mm-hmm. the season ended, and then in this game, he looked terrible. Yeah, it still puts the question is, how good of a quarterback is he? And is he a really good starting quarterback for what could be a playoff team? Yeah, I know that the, the Eagles made the playoffs, but, I mean, they weren't a playoff team. I mean, they made it because they had the easy schedule. You know, they, uh, they were the seventh seed. And really, when you look at the two seventh seeds and what happened to them, it's like, uh, you know, they, neither seventh seed should have been in the playoffs as bad as they performed. So in the end, I think that uh, it puts the question. And now, you know, the Eagles have to kind of solve that. You know, are they happy enough with him? Or are they going to try to, uh, you know, get a replacement? Uh, because, again, I think they'll still be looking for a replacement. John, I was looking at regular season numbers. Buffalo yeah. Bills, points-wise, defensively, number one, yeah. allowed 17. Yards, number one, mm-hmm. only allowed 273. Those are the two biggest blow-ups, uh, blow-outs, I should say, uh, Buffalo over New England and then the Chiefs over the Steelers. 
That's that's looking like an AFC championship game there. Yeah, me? it does. Yeah, I'm, 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 gee, are you disappointed that uh, Colin Coward and uh, the NFL Network and NFL.com aren't calling for Bill Belichick's firing? <laughs> they are or they're not? <laughs> no, they're not. No, you're asking if we're surprised. Yeah, yeah, he lost a game. He lost a playoff game, John. Yeah, yeah. They got to yeah. get him out of there. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, because I mean, again, they're, they're, I mean, they still don't drop the Russell Wilson thing. They oh st- yeah. I mean, the NFL Network and you know NFL.com. I mean, they're they're just obnoxious. Well, <laughs> we, were, we were just talking about this. You, I agree. Um, but Russ, as Bob put it, you know, he he could end this thing pretty quickly. He could he could come out and say, "Hey, all this stuff not true." I mean, he controls it, right? Yeah. Ultimately, it's not. I mean, we like blaming the agent, and I'm comfortable blaming the agent. But I feel like you know, and even I had Marvin Demoff, uh, John, who you know very well, and how good he is. But still, I was the one that sort of controlled. Like I was like, "Hey, I don't hold out of camp." Mm-hmm. So anything you do has to be done before that. I don't. I don't think I had. I didn't have a bunch of rules, but. You know, he knew he kind of took instruction from me Mm -hmm. and then, you know, did his work. And we pretty much hammered that out, you know, over a dinner one time before I signed with him. But, um, you know, the the thing that was weird about Marvin, uh, we went to dinner together when I was at Stanford, you know, and I was getting ready to go into the draft. And uh, so we're having dinner and he would like pick things off of my plate and eat Uh them. Wow. You ever, ever have anybody do that? No. I would have yeah. stabbed him with my fork. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like my wife, she always comes over, "Oh, can I have some of these?" I'm like, "No." But what, you can't. But, but the question because... is with Russell, what more do you have to hear from him? He's only said 3 or 4 times he wants to finish his contract here in Seattle. He wants to win Super Bowls and then, you know, maybe end his career in Seattle down the line. So it's like, I mean, he's said it. Well, I mean, well, where do you think this stuff has come? Do you think that uh, the guys like Colin Coward are just making it Inco- up? They're incompetent. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're so, they're going they're click biters. They just want click, the clicks. Clickbait. Yeah. Clickbait. Click yeah. <laughs> click biters. Click baiters. <laughs> click biters. Um, well, somebody like we we talked about this earlier, yeah. John. That the cowherd. He's an entertainer. He's he's there to you know debate. He's not enter- Yeah, but he's not entertaining. Well, I don't disagree with you at all. But that's he's I, nobody looks to him for insider information the way they do when you know you're talking yeah. about Albert Breer or you're yeah. talking about Ian Rappaport or talking about Schefter. Those are the guys that are the insiders. Yeah. It, and Rappaport is the one that sent out the latest story saying, hey, sources saying yeah, he wants to explore his options. Yeah, he's, he's 50-50 on his info, Rappaport. I, I wonder who his source – because I'll, I'll give him cr- enough credit to say I don't. Right, I, I don't think he's going to just make it up out of thin air. No, I, I think wonder, he does. You think he just <laughs> says, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a story about Wilson and cite sources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. it's like – and then how many people – uh, went ahead and you know kept on talking about they didn't this past weekend about uh, you know Pete Carroll and John Snyder and uh, I think you know the, the always dependable Chris uh, Morton said did you see his report yesterday uh, no. I did I saw his amongst a few out there yeah so what he said nothing came of it no he said that uh, what ended up happening is they had the meeting on Thursday and the topic wasn't even brought up by Jody yeah that wasn't even brought up. The idea that Pete and John would be in trouble. They didn't even talk about it, mm. which, of course, I think is probably very accurate. They just went through what happened this year, you know, what they're going to try to do to make it right next year. But they didn't even talk about, you know, what was the, uh, 
you know, uh, you know the, the things that you know everybody around the country has been saying is going to happen. Oh yeah, Pete's going to get fired. Or the fans around this city were saying was going to get happen. Hey, John, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, man. Bob pointed out the the interception he threw, really bad. bad. But then you know he missed on a uh, throw where it was a double move. Can't remember if it was Ayuk or. Uh, Jennings, mm-hmm. but I mean, wide open, and he just he just can't throw the ball to the outside. And you know, I I mean, I think it, it it's becoming it became very clear that like this this guy, this is like a backup quarterback. Uh-huh. I, I think. With, well, with no, he's a starter because he's been to the he's taken the team to a Super Bowl and into into the playoffs. Yeah, but I mean, just so did Jared Goff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. So you look at him now and just go, okay, he's a franchise quarterback. I mm-hmm. get it, but he's not the right one, and it doesn't look like. Especially, you know, do we know anything about Bosa and Warner as far as injuries too, going? Too early. Game? I mean, Bosa has a concussion. Uh, you know, Fred Fred Warner has an ankle, and by the way, added to the injury report today, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, yeah. shoulder. Shoulder. Yeah, that might help him. Yeah, could be. <laughs> yeah, hand, make him hand the ball off more. Yeah, yeah he didn't. He didn't play well, John. I no, know they he didn't. won, but they they sort of won in spite of him. Uh huh. Uh huh. And and you know, what what do you? And I asked you about uh, Ezekiel Elliott last yeah. week, and boy, he he didn't have a good game. Not, I think he only had like twelve carries mm-hmm. or something like that. So it wasn't as if he was given a bulk of the work. But he seems to be coming more and more. Uh, or I guess becoming less of a factor in what they yeah. do. Well, you hear what he said after the game is that he actually had to play through and was playing through a PCL knee injury. That's kind mm. of serious, and that's going to hold you back, and that apparently did hold him back. John, uh, for for Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. you know, not 215 yards, but two touchdowns, no interceptions. They got smoked, yeah. but, you know, I guess decent way for him to go out. Yeah, I mean, again, he made the playoffs. He did the best he could. They got blown out. They're expected to get blown out. And so it's like uh, now he can move on with his life because, you know, that was his last game, and that's not going to change. So uh, that's it. He's done. I wonder what he's going to end up doing because he's not – he doesn't come off as a guy that would be in the television booth. Uh, No, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. Maybe he'll become a a park ranger like Jack Lambert. Uh, I tend to doubt that. <laughs> hey, John, what do you what do you expect in tonight's game? It feels like the the Cardinals are struggling. They've yeah. lost what four of their last five games. Mm-hmm. I think four of the last what... five, and the offense hasn't done well, and uh, penalties, and you know, defensive glitches, and things like that. There's, you know, there's, it feels like there's no excuse for the Rams to lose. They're at home. Agreed. They're playing a struggling team. And uh, even though they've activated J.J. Watt is expected to play mm-hmm. tonight, who no, knows he's not. He's not, he's not going to play. He's not going to play. I saw that he was activated. So he's inactive. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I saw somebody speculating that he might get. You know, if they do, they might. You know, very much limit him. But mm-hmm. I think he was. I, I I haven't seen the inactive list because you know technically it was due at about four o'clock. So yeah. it's like I haven't seen it, but I think, I mean, I was looking at it earlier today, and it looked like he was not going to play. Uh, okay. Well, we will see. Mm-hmm. I'm just reading this. Uh, Watt's last step to taking the field Monday came 90 minutes before the game when he was, wasn't was among the inactive players listed by the Cardinals. Oh, okay. Why didn't they just say he was active? What, he I wasn't inactive? Well, and then it says, by officially being designated as active for the game, he is likely to play. So well, there's, we'll, that's we'll from, a, from Josh Weinfuss. Yeah. Fuss. So there you go. 
Uh, but yeah, it just feels like the the if if the Rams were to lose this game, yeah. I mean, you would talk about an epic epic failure. Uh-huh. You know, bringing in every bring in Von Miller, bring in Matt Stafford. Stafford was the guy to get them to where they couldn't get to with Goff, which is a Super Bowl win. So it feels like anything short of a Super Bowl appearance is going to feel like they came up short. Mm-hmm, no doubt. I still look at this game as maybe being a toss up. Really? Yeah, yeah but I would favor the Rams. I'd like to see the Cardinals win. I just think yeah. the, Ram, the Rams should win this game. I agree. Are the Rams back to getting their first-round draft choice back this no. year yet? No. no. They're still away from that. Okay. <laughs> John, we appreciate it. We'll do it again tomorrow. Okay, sounds good. There you go. If you missed any of today's cold, hard facts, brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill, just download the podcast at 710sports.com. Do you have a rooting interest in this game tonight, Dave? I'm, I'm kind of pulling for the Cardinals. I, I, if if I have to choose, I don't want anybody in the NFC West to win. I, I'm opposite of you there. But if mm-hmm. I have to pull for one of these two teams, I'm pulling for the Cardinals. Yeah, I would say that it's worse news if the Rams win. If the Rams you know, win and go deep into the playoffs, and I said this before the Cardinal game, I think that this Cardinal team is, um, is poised to go pretty deep into the playoffs. You look at their personnel and – now, do they have any injury? Did anybody get hurt in the game that we played? I don't think they had any injuries. I don't recall any major injuries there. Yeah. They just they just hadn't been playing well, and they end, you know, with that loss to the Seahawks. They've lost four of their last five, so it's just yeah. they're not they're not grooving right now, man. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I got text from Kyle Brown and Curtis Rogers when I was telling the story about Holmgren and when Matt Hasselbeck threw the yeah. the pass that was picked off alex banister ah that's that's c-rod and kyle brown they were like the same time at 348 they both texted (laughs) me well i'm glad they're listening that's great yeah that's great news all right coming up uh (laughs) is it crazy for a seahawks fan to be rooting for the 49ers i'll answer that yes uh we'll break down the order of rooting interests coming up with wyman and bob on 710 espn seattle